is going on, baseball fans? Welcome back to the Turning Two podcast, the one and only podcast that talks about baseball and is hosted by my co-host Lorenzo and me, Jack. How you doing today, boy? Doing pretty good. Um, chilly, real cold up here in Massachusetts, so struggling through it. Yeah, baseball is not a winter sport, and we're learning that very fast. But Jack, I have to ask you a couple questions real quick. I will answer them to my best ability. What do we prioritize most on this podcast? Laughs. Over facts. And where can you find more of that? On any social media platform. If you just do this thing, you um, it looks like an A, but it has a little squirrel on the end. It's a, um at sign. Then you type turning to pod, the number two. And then so at turning to pod on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, MySpace, anything you want. Go there for fire content. If you're not on our MySpace page, you're not popping. You're just missing um, out, really. You really are. But yeah, make sure you guys go check that out. We're going to start plugging that in the beginning of the episode because I feel like smart will listen more. Yeah, smart smart pod, economic pod. That's what we do here. We Big got lots, pod. We got a lot to talk about today. As always, we make baseball stuff up even if there isn't. And mm-hmm. I want to start with a little cool headline I saw. Okay. Do you know that Mookie Betts was recently drafted? In a bowling league? Into the he's the newest member of the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, what can't this man do? Wait, I didn't. He can dunk. I have seen that. Okay. So the Harlem. I was uh, scrolling through Twitter at about two thirty in the morning after I just devoured an entire bag of pretzels. So I was living my best life, and it said I saw a tweet from the Harlem Globetrotters, and they announced with the second pick of the twenty twenty Globetrotter draft, we have selected Mookie Betts. From the Dodgers. So he went number two overall. Yeah, so who got number one? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm I'm on <laughs> it. Like I'm looking up. But who are you taking? That's I didn't I didn't know the Globe Trotter draft was even a thing. I thought you kind of had to apply. Or maybe is this like a celebrity stunt or something? I don't know, but how cool is that? Like to be drafted by the Harlem cool. Globe Trotter draft. Do you think he'll actually play? I hope so. So the number one overall pick was Sister Margaret Ann from Archbishop Coleman F. Carroll High School. You know she's nice. So nice. Absolutely. The ankle she's breaking. They need to be prayed for. So, yeah, along with four other nuns, we're all went drafted. I'm sorry. Wait, this story's just getting better and better. (laughs) So you're saying the Harlem Globetrotter draft was five picks? Yes, I think so. And it was four nuns and Mookie Betts. That's a start no. of a joke. So it says four Sister nuns and Mar- Mookie Betts walk into a bar. <laughs> they all get drafted. No, no, no. Let me see the correct record. So it says along with four nuns at the high school went viral when they posted a video during the 2020 NBA playoffs. So maybe they are drafted before or maybe not. But this, she's the only nun who got drafted this draft. Okay. Just one nun this round. Okay. That's but going fair. number one overall. Number one, number none, no. Number one. Yeah. Uh, number none overall didn't really work. That's so like, weird, though. Is she cr- if she So if she crosses up her opponent, she's going to be like blessing him on the way back? Be like, I just hit you with the Father, the Son, yeah. and the Holy Ghost, bitch. The holy back. water drip. Just, yo, she literally dripping. She's dripping she up and down the court. People are like, yo, can you clean up after yourself? Sorry, all <laughs> I do is drip. <laughs> Big J Big said drip season's here. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a fun little story I want to talk about. And then we got more of the serious note because we had a yep. bad boy in baseball this week. Jack. Bad boy. Who was the bad guy? Tell me about it. Robinson Cano, who 
started his career on the Mariners, or I don't know if he was started there, but he was good on the Mariners. Then um, went over to the Yankees, and I was in the Mets, and this is his second time getting busted for PEDs. Not a great time for him to do this. I feel like, I don't know how I feel. When I first saw the news, I was like a disappointed dad who just saw his son's report card. Mm-hmm. I was like... I do. I have some stuff to get into about that topic. But first, I saw the tweet, and it was Robinson Cano test positive for... And this is the one time he'd want it to be coronavirus. <laughs> and then it's PEDs. And you're and like, like, oh, oh no. I do feel bad a little bit because the guy's just been body slammed on Twitter left and right, like all the past two years. Yeah. Not many nice souls out there. But no, but the overall reaction has been. I don't think it's been as bad as when stories about maybe like when he did PDs for the first time. I think people were more angry then because of the anger from the for the Astros right now. I agree, and also I wonder if this is kind of an aging of the baseball world. Because when if when Barry Bonds tested positive, when David Ortiz was hinted at testing positive in two thousand three, they were like, "Lock him up, throw him in jail. We'll mm. never accept you." Now it's like baseball Twitter's body slamming him in a way, but it doesn't feel as bad, or like the narrative isn't like, "Oh, Robinson Cano should be fired into the sun." I think yeah. It's, it's also a weird situation because it's almost as if it's, like, you just got to go, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I feel bad because this is his second time. It's a full year, unpaid. He's losing $24 million. The Mets are gaining $24 million. We'll get into that. And it's just like, what are you, what are you doing? It's your end of your career. You've had a great career, and it's tainted. You, did, you got busted twice for doing PEDs. That affects your career stats. It affects his career stats in more than one way. It affects his Hall of, affects his Hall of Fame resume because he was a potential Hall of Famer. And now yeah, I don't, he's I don't think he can not. go in. Uh, two times, and Barry Bonds isn't in there, the greatest hit of all time, for having won. So he yeah. has 2,624 career hits uh, at the age of uh, 38. So now you have to wonder if he's going to be able to even get to that 3,000 hit mark, which I feel like was a big thing for him. Um, don't I don't think he can. I don't either. But a couple things I want to talk about. So Jake Diekman, very mm-hmm. solid reliever for the Oakland Athletics, came out with a tweet in all caps, which you know if you're on Twitter means you're upset. You're very angry. Um, saying ban him for life. And it, it kind of got some traction in the baseball community. I saw a lot of big guys liking it, a couple retweeting it. And I want to ask you, Jack, does that seem fair? No. Especially because why would you just start now? But I guess thinking a little less logically, that I'm just, it's just a little confusing. I mean, I'm assuming because he's a pitcher, maybe Cano took him deep once or he gets upset that the, um, the hitters are getting like the advantage. But, I mean, we know Pine Tar gives pitchers the advantage. So I feel like that could kind of eradicate that argument. But it's very strange to me that someone... I mean, he's a little low profile, so it, it's not too surprising, but it's still kind of shocking that they're kind of the players are coming at each other so much. I was shocked by a couple things. The statement itself, if you think about it, in baseball world, isn't that ridiculous because you've been proffered PEDs twice and like the way baseball makes PEDs out to be, it's like okay, you get caught, you're done. Like mm-hmm. your re- your your life's over basically. Um 
But the thought of a pitcher, an active pitcher, coming at an active hitter, like they're both active players, it's not like he's retired or like working for the media. He's playing the game right now for cheating when we all know that all pitchers, like you said, use so much pine tar. And I guarantee you the Oakland Athletics are doing something just like every other baseball team is doing something. And it's it's just such a dangerous game to get into. Like as an active player, why would you condone or support like getting banned from baseball for life for making a mistake? Because when your turn comes around or someone on your team does something stupid, are we just going to start banning people for life? Yeah. Deekman put himself in a little bit of a weird situation, which the person always does when they're the person to like speak up. But if anyone on the A's or even him has anything, it's that's just a big fat L. Huge L. And also, it's kind of just like, how do your te- how would your teammates or other players like be feel about that? Like, oh, wait, I don't want to ban the guy for life. Like that seems a little that seems a little much. Is it possibly? Uh, we just got destroyed by the Houston Astros who were cheating and they were awful this year and they just destroyed us in the playoffs when we were supposed to be good this year. Is it a little bit of that? Like they've been throwing that around in the comment section of their, I mean, in their group chat and Deekman got a little tipsy one night and was like, I'm going to tweet it out. I hate cheaters. Yeah, I guess so. But it's like, you're okay. I'm. Your point earlier, nothing better ever come out about the Oakland Athletics, so I'm gonna find that tweet yeah. out because like he's there, I don't... now. There, Deekman is saying that he is a pure baseball player and he just wants to play the game and have an even competition field. Which, hey, dude, if you are, all the credit to you, dude. You're nasty. You shove on the mound, but mm. I just hate that idea of players coming at other players because PD. Maybe it's just because we're young and stupid, but let me ask you the question that we should start off with. Do you think do you care about this? I don't know enough about it. I think okay. we are a direct result of not living through like the 2005, 2006 like big investigations of it. And I think like the A-Rod thing, like we we're Red Sox fans, so it's obviously so different because we'll defend David Ortiz, but condemn A-Rod that's just how it is and I mean, I like Welcome how that to is. A like, bias fandom. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, not neutral at all. I forgot where I was going with this. Well, I'll pick you up while you gather your thoughts. I could not care less about this. Literally could not care less. The guy is juicing. I don't care. Because guess what? I guarantee you 50 to 60% of baseball players right now are juiced. For sure. Like, I'm I, so I, yeah, convinced think... of it. And also, who cares? Baseball, to most people, is kind of boring. Not to me. I love the sport. But people are like, oh, it's boring. You hear so often the steroid era was the time to live. And, like, everyone's fighting for Barry Bonds to get – that's, like, a kind of a movement right now. We want Barry Bonds Mm -hmm. to be in the Hall of Fame because steroids aren't that big a deal. Right? So now Robinson Cano gets caught for steroids. Stupid. He should be suspended if we're going to follow by the rules. Okay, I'm fine with that. Suspend him all day. But this whole – Let's condemn him and get on our high horse and act like it's a a huge deal. When honestly, why do we still care about this? It's such an impossible debate because there are no rules and we don't have numbers about it. We don't 
like as you said if you said 60% of people are juicing that's obviously like we don't know that at all but people think that or it could be literally 2% of the league is juicing but MLB does nothing helpful with this because they don't um, have rules they don't have set rules they don't ban people for life if they do it they don't say it's fine there's no extreme so you really don't we don't have any strict facts and data to go off of so there's nothing like the debates are always going to go in a circle Barry Bonds if he didn't juice he's still better than Robinson Cano so it's so it's such a different like comparison because Robinson Cano if he didn't juice I mean he's probably still good but it's so much different than like saying Barry Bonds is not in the Hall of Fame just because he juiced it's like how can you compare that to Cano it's just a mess so I want you I want you to fight me on this one or if you Mm -hmm. agree with me agree with me if not fight me on this should steroids in baseball just be legal? I think that is a better move than what they have going on right now. I I understand if you just say, like, don't do it. Like, if they say, take away their salaries, ban them from forever, I think that they probably, that would help it. I just, I think there should be an even playing field because it's, it. I mean, Cano probably knows 10 other guys who are, have the same dealer as him and are doing the same thing and he's like well i got popped for it so that's my that's my argument so why steroids should be legal which i think it's better if steroids are fully legal in baseball than where we're at not now because i think we're getting better but then where we were at in 2010 where the thought of steroids or like people doing steroids mean they were never allowed accepted into baseball they were pete rose treatment mm-hmm. Compared to fully legal, if we have to go one like one way or the other, I'm going full. Just make them all legal because I look at it like this. Let's say player X just signed a four hundred million dollar contract. Player Y, rookie in the MLB, who has a chance of getting away with taking steroids more? Who has the better trainers? Who has the better uh, better staff? The better facilities? The the more money to just make it happen so they can mm-hmm. hide it better. So it's more likely for the best players in the game to be juicing and not get caught than the worst players in the game to be or not the worst or the younger players in the game juicing and not get caught. So you kind of have an uneven playing field if we believe that steroids are still in baseball, which I do. So how about we just even it out, make it fully legal or come out with a clear guideline for what you can and can't do because right now it's like all up in the air. No one knows. People are doing it. Yeah. They're just getting away. You think Robinson Cano just started? Like, you think he was off yeah. the roids and then he was like, oh, no, 38. Now I want it. He's been clearly doing them the entire time. He just got caught. Do they have details on how he got caught? Like, did was this just a random test or was he just juicing and he was like, yeah, I'm just going to pee in this cup and we'll see what happens. So I was digging through this. Uh, if you guys know, tweet us at the Turning to Pod. Let us know if we were wrong. I couldn't find anything. Um, on I think they're very hush hush like about this type of stuff. Yeah. But I've assumed because he's been like a fen- an offender before, he's probably on the list of guys who just gets randomly tested every now and then. But yeah. it didn't make any sense. And then also the random testing system for baseball is so trash. Like remember when was it Acuna Junior who came out like Yo, I've been mm-hmm. tested like eight times. Like yeah. what's up with this? <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. And it's a weird thing for baseball to do that because you think like, oh, we think Rob Manfred, evil Emperor Palpatine pulling all the strings to make money. 
wouldn't you want Acuna juicing? Like, that's the one you cover up. You don't, you say, oh, Acuna, the new star of the league, banned for life. Like, you can't do that. So I think if you're going to go either all legal or just first-time offense offender banned for life, and there's ways around it if they just stop testing people and stop telling, but I think if you're playing both extremes, you've got to go towards just legalize it. I agree, but the only is issue that a new is merch? Got... Legalize it, like the Le- legalize like the, the roids. Stuff. Legalize roids. That's what I'm here for. Give me all the roids. Okay. There's obviously an issue because my when I say legalize, I mean permit steroids with a cap. Obviously, like you can't just nonstop do steroids, but you allow it to an extent, like uh, a certain limit. I don't, I'm not a scientist, but you so no one can be like freaking a tank out there but you could do it a little bit if you're robinson can know if you're healing from an injury or stuff like there's I think so that's... much though because you can't you can't put a rule in because then if you that's say true. oh steroids are allowed in baseball then you have 16 year olds in the dominican republic looking like they already a, a do chupacabra. they already do that's the thing i'm already of the mindset that people are doing it so why not just do it in a safer more uh, open way where everybody has access to the same steroid and the same thing because I'm already convinced people are doing it so why not just true. be like alright people are doing it let's make it even for everybody to do it I didn't think of like the legal and like safety health aspect of it though because also that if you, I don't think MLB can make it legal obviously Probably this not. is kind of all hypotheticals but I don't think you can because I'm, they can't be good for you I assume not but everyday people take steroids so it's like it's a weird thing. Yeah, but I, yeah, that's true. It, steroids also, are very strange. It is, but I'm so convinced that 90 percent of like pro athletes take steroids, anyways. So it's have just you taken like, steroids? Me, no. Hmm. Well, why'd you ask that question? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just an investigative journalist. I'm just digging I'm, for. Answers. I am a fat. I am a fat man. Um, but either way. I lost my train of thought now. I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, yeah. It's the health You're and rattled. safety aspect. I am. I, got, <laughs> I, I just I busted you. <laughs> yeah, I know. You busted me up. Rob Manfred's about to break down my door and suspend me from the pod. For <laughs> You're going to get a random test at work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I go in work. Hey, dude, could you like uh, follow me into the back? I'm like so sweating. <laughs> like my back knee starts getting active. I'm like, yeah, what's going on, guy? <laughs> Sit down in the dark room. I'm scared. Um, but, yeah, so that's where I, I feel on this debate. I think we should go full steroids because I don't care about this story. And that's what made me convinced. I'm like, okay, he did steroids. Who yeah. cares? The best part about the story, which we get into now, is that the Mets just got $25 million off the books. And Steve Cohen was so excited. Back to Twitter. Man's yeah, got Twitter oh, fingers. I, I love Steve Cohen. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of God tier right now. He's he's the man. Oh, he's so good. But um, what El Chupa Cohen? El Chupa Cohen? I don't is know that something? Go with that. No, probably not. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm really excited for the Mets 2021 season. They might be yes. my – they might be competing with the Padres for my NL team, depending on what moves they make. They could be my, like, full bandwagon. Let's see what happens. So Mets fans started debating on Twitter, like, oh, we got $24 million off the books now. Robinson Cano has been sent to, sent to Alcatraz. What can we do? And Mets fans were tweeting about getting a new bullpen cart. And all this weird stuff. And then Steve <laughs> Cohen replied, how about we just spend it on players? And I was like, boom, mic drop. This guy was in his room like, yo, I got the most. I got the fire tweet. Didn't mm-hmm. even send it to his PR team. Just like, nah, dog. Yeah, I'm, just I'm going raw it. out of here. Just send, went for it. 
full Trump mode. Went raw. Right on the, raw dog the internet. Just went out. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't do that. <laughs> um, just loved it, dude. But now we got to wonder. That's even more money for the Mets who were already projected to be yeah. big spenders. This is better for the Mets. $25 million is better than Cano this year. So 100% better. 38-year-old Robin, yeah. Robinson Cano or a better chance to go sign JT Romito or Trevor Bauer or both. Yeah, it, it's going to be scary. They're going to make some moves. But I think that this means that DJ LeMahieu is going to the Mets. Second baseman, open. Yeah, Robinson that'd be Cano's cool. out for the year. $24 million. They can pay him, and for the first time ever, Mets, you can say this, we have more money than the Yankees. True, a lot more money. <laughs> a lot more money than the Yankees right now. So if it's a bidding war, you can dust them. I feel like the Yankees are going to do something. Um, I think they're more likely to trade than sign. Yeah, I think they're making it. I think they're going to get Lindor. I don't because I saw... An article, I read an article earlier today, FactsPod, ResearchPod, um, mm-hmm. that Lindor is trying to do what Mookie Best did, so get traded to the place he's signing. Yeah, I think he, for sure, yeah. So, like, I don't think that he would go to the Yankees or the Yankees would trade for him if he doesn't agree to sign in the long-term future because that would be a one-year rental, and I don't think mm-hmm. Lindor has any desire or he maybe does want to sign the Yankees, but the Yankees don't have the money to sign Francisco Lindor for a long-term deal. I mean, they might next year, though. It could be a nice bet. They they trade for him so they don't have to spend money this year, but then next season they go, oh, you want to play here? We have all our money back again. But what would he cost on that potential gamble? Like, are there going to be fans in the stand next year? We yeah. know that's exactly it's, how the Yankees crazy. make their money. That may be a little too much of a gamble for them. Yeah. If, if the Mets go and get... Bauer, Remuto. Oh, we just traded for Lindor too. Like, all right, super team. Here we go. Super team. Mets get Syndergaard back, Stroman back. They're yeah. just like fully loaded, it's ready crazy. to go. That's insane. I had a couple other topics I want to talk about, but do you want to get into mm-hmm. our game first? Do you want to do topics? Let's do topics. Quick little news pod. So, um, we kind of talked about this via text a little while ago. We never got to it. Mike Clevenger is out for the twenty. Is he mm-hmm. out for the entire twenty twenty one season? He's doing Tommy John, so I don't. Yeah, so, out for the 2021 season and maybe more. So, Clev's going to be at the skate park a lot more than the ballpark this off mm-hmm. this next season. Um, he's got Tommy John surgery. Now, let's go back. Imagine some dramatic music taking you back in time. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. When Mike mm-hmm. Clevenger was traded to the San Diego Padres from the Cleveland Indians, the world, including us, reacted as if there has been a swindle. This has been the most one-sided trade in the history of baseball. Now it's November 19th, a week away from Turkey Day. Get excited. And mm. I think the tables may have flipped or the tables have turned. I think I said it before the the Padres gave up a lot. They didn't give up any top prospects, but they did give up a lot. And if I said if any of the prospects really paid off for the Indians, you will be looking back and saying the Indians won the trade or it was really close. And now the the turn has tabled a little bit more because unless Clev, I mean, he signed that two-year deal with the Padres, but you're not, unless he re-signs there and he wants to stay there, which he might, um, you're not, you're not getting Clev for two full years. You're, the prospects are sent out to Cleveland for a long time 
could become the next MVP. No one knows. And then Clev, you're getting maybe 15, 20 starts out of him. Yeah, it's, it gets really dicey now because you have to start wondering. But also it's like, all right, hindsight's twenty twenty. But the Indians, man, like they made the Corey Kluber trade. And mm-hmm. he sucks now. Then they made the trade for with Clevenger, and he got hurt, which he couldn't have predicted, so I'm not going to give mm-hmm. them credit on that. But for an organization that's really trying to tank, they keep making weirdly good deals. Well, I think they're not trying to tank. I think they're they're just doing a good job. They're trying to shed payroll, and they've so far they've picked the best players. Bauer was a bad one. That was, that was a bad one. But um, getting rid of Kluber and Clev was an accident, but I mean they're they're doing the thing. I mean if they trade Lindor, people are just gonna hate him. But they're they're not gonna be really bad for too long. But trading Lindor is not a bad idea. If we're gonna be honest, they don't want to resign him, so you trade him. It's just weird that they don't want to resign him though. It is weird because he's that weird. smile man. Like having it out in the locker room every day would make my day. I know. I wake up every morning. I'm like, I want to see a picture of Francisco Lindor yeah. right now. It's it's the Mookie effect. Like literally, the, why? It it's inconceivable that the Red Sox didn't sign him. I mean, he wanted a lot of money. Lindor's going to get a lot of money too, but it's like, don't. This is what you do. Like you Devil's get avocado, players. Though. Sorry, go ahead. You you get players and try to make them become MVPs, and then you just deal away your MVPs. It seems weird when you're the Red Sox too. But yeah. Devil's avocado here. Mm-hmm. Do those big contracts ever work? That's a fair point. Yeah, the the players get usually like hundred more million dollars to really do nothing for the team, but that's just like how it works. Like we saw the Angels give Trout an insane amount of money. You see Machado, Harper. I mean, the Dodgers got Mookie Betts. It's just like so they don't always work out. But if other teams are doing it, like you. You're the Red Sox. You're a big market team. You're the Indians. You're, you're kind of. You're not a small market team. Agreed. But if you're the Indians, and you're, or if you're the Red, I think the Red Sox is probably worse than this one. But I'm yeah. not defending Mookie Betts trade. I'm just trying to present the counterpoint here. Mm-hmm. Why would you sign Francisco Lindor for that ten years, whatever million it is, when you've seen him play every day? So maybe you know that maybe like his longevity. You can project his longevity better. And the likelihood of that contract being worth it is slim to none. So you don't want to sign him. You don't want. You don't have the money right now in your mind. So you just trade him, get the best what you can, and just rebuild and try to find the next Francisco Lindor and groom him and then trade him and get to that point and let the teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Red Sox who have the payroll to eat that type of contract do it, but you're not going to partake in it. I kind of respect the mindset that the Indians have right now of not overpaying stars, I respect it because it seems consistent. Like with Bauer, with Kluber, they traded Clev, they, they traded Lindor. I respect it if that's their philosophy and they stick to it and it works. I don't know if it's going to work, but if it works, then okay, because we've seen the big contract not work. Yeah, the you do, I give the Indians some credit because they're they're not the Red Sox who have just won the World Series. They're they're going downhill. Like they have great players, but they're still they're behind the Twins. They're gonna be behind yeah. the White Sox. They they have work to do. So I get it. Um, 
But it's just weird when you trade away your four best players in like I agree. a year it's, and a half. It's definitely like, where are we going as an organization? But if you clearly don't see your organization going in the uh, – trending upwards or winning in the next three or four years, why sign Francisco mm-hmm. Lindor? Because yeah. after that, you're just eating. Like Mookie Betts yeah. will be – the Dodgers are going to eat some of that contract. Is it worth it? They already won a World Series, so 100% yes. But that's the Dodgers. Yeah. You can do that. It's different if you're the Indians. The thing that scares me with these players demanding all this money, which, I mean, they definitely deserve, but it, it scares me that it's becoming so top-heavy. Where There's a good chance that Bauer is going to sign with the Dodgers, where the True. Cy Young goes to the World Series winner. That. If that happens too much, it gets a little NBA style, where it at, like only a couple teams have that big money, and it's like you go out and just cherry pick the best players, and it doesn't always pay out. Baseball teams, like the wild card team, wins a lot of World Series. I mean, you never know, but it gets a little dicey when you just got the Indians say, "No, we don't want Lindor," and the Dodgers go, "Oh, okay, we'll take him." Yeah, but how would you combat that if you're the Indians? Do you try to out Dodgers the Dodgers, or do you try to do something different? It's true. Yeah, you trade away your best player, get ten prospects, and then yeah. if five of them are decent, you have a team. So yeah. Because you're never, if you're the Indians, you're never going to be able to build a team that the Dodgers can be build by trying to outbid them. That won't work. Yeah. So you eat half your salary paying for Francisco Lindor, and now you're like, all right, that would be like the maybe ten point five percent of the Dodgers' salary, and for the Indians, that's mm-hmm. like like the Trout deal for the Angels is so mind blowing to me. Because, like, obviously Mike Trout's Mike Trout, so you want to sign him. But would you have been upset if the Angels let Trout go? Uh, if I was an Angels fan, I'd be furious. As a baseball fan, I wouldn't have seen him somewhere. But I do – I think it helps his legacy. And, like, we'll be looking back and say, like, oh, Mike Trout was a lifelong Angel. That's cool. Yeah, but it's like, okay, now you just paid him all that money and you put nothing around him. What's the point? I uh, – I don't. I almost just died. I was so I heard, upset. Yeah, no, I gotta look concerned. If, if you, if the Angels let Mike Trout go, they would be made fun of forever. So they that had to true. do that. That's fair. You, they would be a meme for the rest of our life. Yeah, for the rest of their life. They let That's the it. best player of all time just go. Leave. That's true. A debate pod today. Very debate. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. it. Let's play a game though. I like that fun. Game. Let's play a game. The Trono scandal just kind of hit, and as we were talking about, kind of like was like, oh, okay. I mean, this is thing. I get like he's just we're gonna forget about him. Then he's gonna come back in 2022 and be like, I'm on the Mets. We're gonna win the World Series. And we're like, Robinson, get out of here. <laughs> Quick point: all this, all the boomers who were hiding undercover came out during his scandal. Oh yeah, all those like tweeners that you didn't know how they felt about. They all showed their little head, and I was like, mm-hmm. I see you. How's baseball Twitter been since the World Toxic. Series? Toxic. Just Base- a lot of fight. Everyone's just bored. I gotta be honest. Baseball Twitter can be a little bit toxic at time. I love it because I'm here for it. But if somebody, if there gets a movement towards a player or if somebody has an opinion, and a lot of people agree with it, it just gets so so hard to talk on or like tweet or read it because yeah, it's just, just like people, in general. People just body slamming this guy. Like I felt bad yeah. for Robinson Cano at one point. It's like. Yeah, yeah, he did it, but we don't got to body slam this guy left and right. 
And it's weird because we I don't even know what his voice sounds like. I don't know. Me either. Like, never met him like we did. And I don't know. Maybe he's been doing this his whole life. Maybe it was like he did it once and got popped. Like, we don't know. So Exactly. So I'm like, dude, who who cares? That, that was my big takeaway. I'm like, why do people care so much about this right now? It's just it's just, the guy took steroids to get better at baseball on the field, which will lead us to our next point. How bad really was it? Yeah, well, that is what our game is going to be. How bad really was it from turning to bop, bop, Ivan, bop, bop. the top 10 biggest cheating scandals in MLB history pulled up from Bleacher Report. Shout out um, our future sponsor. Future sponsor of the pod. Should Send I invest in a trumpet so whenever we do a game, I can play a little trumpet rift? Ooh. I didn't know we had a soundboard on today's pod. You like that? I, no. I, I do good mouth trumpet. Oh, I see. I see you. So some of these we're going to send 20 and stupid and young, um, as always, but I don't really fully know what they are, so we'll do a little explanation for our audience, too. We'll, we'll say it's for our audience, but it's for us. Totally for the audience. Educational. Um, so I think we, we we can kind of rank them. We'll say, like, maybe compared to other stuff, just a general ranking. Maybe give them a grade, a number, whatever we're feeling. A vegetable. We'll see. I'm, I like the vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> First one, the Pittsburgh Drug Trials. So in 1985, a chef named Curtis Strong was tried on charges of possessing and distributing drugs. But it really busted MVPs Dave Parker and Keith Hernandez, who said admitted that they had bought cocaine from Curtis Strong. I don't see anything wrong with this story right here. The guys wanted to have a little bit of party time, you know? They, maybe they confused it for some flour. They thought they were baking, and not that way. So they were like, ah, dude, we bought some flour off the guy, and it went wrong. The guy's just having a good time. I don't see an issue here. I will say, how did the chef deliver the drugs? Because this makes or breaks the story. Keith Hernandez estimated 40% of the league was using cocaine in 1980, and fellow star Tim Raines famously said he kept a vial of cocaine in his back pocket during games. A vial? A vial? So they were just getting vials of it. Playing with the 80s was a time. Imagine just going up, smacking a dinger, getting back to the dugout, pulling out a quote unquote vial, by the way, which who the hell owns vials anymore? And just be like, yo, hey, Skipper, watch me, watch me do a bump right now. I'm just crushing it. And that man, Reigns, is in the Hall of Fame. See? After saying he had cocaine on him during games. Literally holding vials of cocaine in his back pocket. So. Here's my question. Number one, you said – did the chef estimate that 40% of the league was doing that? No, MLB MVP Keith Hernandez did. I promise you that was not a fact-checked report. But he just yeah. – is that like he just pulling it out of his ass? Like, hey, guys, I'm not the only one doing it. Watch this. 40% of people doing it. Apparently, he testified that um, 1980, everyone was, everyone was playing – Everyone was on it during games. Well, I think it's a little bit baller that the chef was doing it. I imagine him, like, sending them an omelet, some orange juice, a vial of cocaine, and then mm-hmm. the stats for today or the day's paper. So I think that's kind of pleasant. That's nice. So how are we feeling? How are we going to rank this? It's it's crazy, but I think it's all off-the-field stuff. Yeah, like, they're just, you know, baseball players having a good time. I assume yeah. that all people 
celebrities and athletes probably do cocaine. So, if you're famous and have money, you you kind of do cocaine a lot of the most time. Most likely, so. most yeah. likely. But yeah, straight from the Mets. So, so how do Maybe. we agree on raking these though? We do a tier system. We could do a tier system. I, um, we do S A B C D F. I'm into it. I'm thinking this is okay. a C. Yeah, I'm going D. D. So I'll agree. We can go I'll C minus. Uh, yeah, we can go C minus on this. C minus. Yeah. Because it's, really, it's like I don't whatever. really care. Do yeah. what, Anyone should be able to do whatever they want as long as it makes them happy. If having a vial of cocaine makes your day, go do it. Pretty nuts. Okay. Not don't. A lot of people might have been on coke during baseball games. Like. Yeah. That's that's the impressive <laughs> part of this story. How the hell are you up doing doing that bat? It's just They're jittery fast. as hell. <laughs> Wiping your nose, trying to trying to focus in on that plate. The next one is Pete Rose gambling results Ooh. in a lifetime ban. This is a big one. Um, one of the best hitters of all time is now kind of banned from the Hall of Fame because of his gambling and just a lot of stuff. But as a coach, right? Yeah. He said we gambled yeah. as a player and a coach, I believe. Yeah. So he, th- this is insane. That like this is our version of um that Astros report that came out and it's like wh- this is just a bomb like just like whoa it's Ken Rosenthal was just working on this for months and like boom it just dropped May 1989 nice spring day special counsel John Dowd submitted a 225 page report to MLB commissioner Bart Giamatti 225 page report just dropped and Pete was no like no one oh, read that me? nobody read that whole thing Pete did Pete was like nah this isn't true all lies Otherwise, but like what? That's insane. Just off the bat, and then they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, Pete Rose kind of just bet on baseball his whole career." So I feel like the guy who did that investigation started to taste himself after about page seventy-five. He was like, "Oh, I'm just writing now, boys. I'm, yeah. in the mo- <laughs> I'm feeling like no way that needed to be two hundred and twenty-five pages." Yeah. The he he made the periods like three times the size that they should 100%. be. Hundred <laughs> percent. So he made the Times New Roman twelve, and then he shifted the periods mm-hmm. to sixteenth to just get extra yeah. space. And zero chance that needs to be two hundred twenty-five pages. I could sum it up in two sentences. Pete Rose gambled on baseball as a player and a coach equals he is bad. That's all. Yeah. You, that's all you got from that. But then I think that this year, is he accepted. A lifetime ban just a couple months after. I think this is the most egregious one we'll get to. I think this is like the death nail of sports. Because I am pretty bad. I am. I don't really care about cheating in sports because I always assume that you're trying to win. And if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's how I always thought about it. Like Mm -hmm. if you're cheating to help your team win, I view it differently. He was cheating to the point that he was throw games, which is like the ultimate sin to me. If you voluntarily lose games for your team to do something good for yourself, I think that is the lowest of the low. How can you have the most hits in MLB history? And, it, like, was he just too good? Was he like, I don't – how can you be that dedicated at your craft? Like, and then just co- be coaching and being like, oh, we can lose tonight. Like, he clearly wants to win. He's clearly a dedicated athlete that's worked his whole life to do this, and he's a competitor. And then I was he just – was I he in he was, debt? Like, did he just love buying things with that money he got? It's weird. 
gambling addiction, man. That's it gets you. But on a less True. serious note, I imagine him like him like being in the dugout on days that he's not doing. He's like, "Where's Jack Doyle? Is he in the pen today? Yeah, he's throwing five innings. We can get him. <laughs> who's who is throwing the softest fastball in the bullpen? I want him on the mound right now. You know he was put making his best hitter drop a bunt." And, like, when there's bases are loaded, too, I was like, I want you to squeeze one right here. It's mm. a good strat. That's interesting. I wonder if, like, the players knew. Like, I would have to assume. I would have to assume. Because how are you like, dude, why do you always throw the bad guys when we're winning and the good guys when we're losing? Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing right now? Or, like, well, days I hope that, he, was, he, he did it smarter than that, but I don't know. Well, on days that the team that he bet for the team to win, he would throw every good guy he had. And then he would empty the tank. And then on days that he wanted the team to lose, he just had no one left. So he's like, uh-oh, stinky. Yeah, th- that's pretty bad. This is probably an S-tier. S-tier scandal. cheating scandal. S-tier. Yeah. Pete Rose should remain banned for life. Yeah. Number five is my personal favorite cheating scandal, the biogenesis investigation and suspensions of, like— uh, like ten years ago, I think. When was the when was it? Well, I'm strapped in because I have no idea what this is. So please tell me. This was the whole the big um investigation where A Rod and Ryan Braun were popped. Oh, I love this then. Any yeah. anything against A Rod, give it inject in my veins. It it's interesting. He only got I, it isn't it is insane for the um like 2014. That's the year it was. A Rod got banned 211 games, then appealed it to just one full season but that that's a big band that's like mike trout missing a year and a half of his prime 211 such a specific number who came up with that i hate just quick sidebar what what what, we're just humans like we're uh, oh you're frustrated i don't get meetings (laughs) meetings me or like committees Oh, like the committee to ban people? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, at what point did humans get so complicated? Oh, someone did something wrong. Okay, we gotta do this committee. They're gonna be like, oh, um, what's your favorite color? Oh, what? Oh, you like that? What are we getting for lunch today? Uh, two hundred and eleven. Like, what did some guy do? Yep, two two hundred. Like, why? I just don't get it. Go off, King. Go off. Have a day. I completely agree. Committees are trash. That's we hate committees. If you ever. If we ever sit sponsored, please, somebody, I'm homeless, sponsor us. And if we have, like, a big scandal and you call a committee, I am absolutely quitting the pod. And I'm making yeah. a YouTube video about you that we broke up. And I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> we'll get millions of views. Millions of views on trending. Yeah, I just imagine that this uh, guy named Paul, I would say 42, kind of balding, second marriage, is in the committee. And they're like, all right, guys, we got a big scandal. Who are we going to ban? How much are we going to give him? And this guy's like, 214 games. And the committee's like, that's so harsh. Bring it down to 211. Make it happen. 211. Everyone's like, that's a wrap. Let's go to that's Taco Bell. That's genius. It'll sink. It'll, it's such a weird number. People will think that we brought it down to an exact mm-hmm. science, but we really just wanted to go to Long John Silver's for lunch. Oh, God. I, people are the worst. Committees um, definitely order from Long John Silver. So what's your... It's 2013. The Miami New Times did this expose piece on um, a clinic called Biogenesis that did all all the cheaties. Kind of, all the cheaties, yeah. So what's the bigger 
like, boom, that first morning of the Astros, who had just won the World Series, that they were cheating, or when two MVPs and a lot of other players all just at the same time got caught all doing PEDs? I think What's the a bigger, P- like, oh, my God? PEDs one for sure, I think, because A-Rod is bigger than the entire Astros organization at some yeah. points in his career. And Ryan Braun, who had just won MVP, too. Like, you're like, oh, well, everyone was like, oh, all the good players are just juicing. Yeah, and then it also started a conspiracy of, like, just like the Astros did, is everybody cheating? Is everybody yeah, juicing? True. Which sits with me today. But I am a man of fair and balanced. I put this as a C-tier offense because okay. I don't think steroids are that big a deal. And I've, if I can't, I can't sit here for 20 minutes and argue for Robinson Cano, Cano not to get body slammed on Twitter and then just be like, oh, kill A-Rod because I dislike him, <laughs> which I do. Very much dislike A-Rod. But – I don't think it's, I don't think it's that big a deal. I'm gonna go C tier. Okay, yeah, I'd probably put it at A, but only because like it's like a personal favorite, and like just seeing the story coming out would have been so cool. But um, it would have. I so, I agree with your point too. B tier it is. Yeah, we beat it. Beat it up. I oh dude, I wish I got to see A Rod's press conference live of him trying to explain that. I apologize. Insane. For my actions and hits the woe to try to be relatable, but then everybody hates him. <laughs> <laughs> Only makes it worse. <laughs> All right, next one we got the steroid era. So this is um, uh, kind of like the earlier 90s, early 2000s, the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, like all those, those guys getting popped. Yep. Yeah. So I think this one, my favorite storyline from this is that Pedro Martinez absolutely shoved during a steroid error so everybody can eat a, eat a middle yeah. finger. Because that's amazing. I had to filter myself right there. Um, but I also think this is C-tier. Steroids, man, I don't care about them. I think this one's a little worse just because it's like legends. Like, Ryan Braun and Alex Rodriguez were, like, really good, and all those other players were really good, but these are all legends. Isn't A-Rod a legend? He is, yeah, but um, he was, like, the biggest name out of that. Like, this, you got um, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. Like, those are four just goats. See, I just think everybody was more transparent about him then. I think when they got caught, they were like, yeah, we got caught. Whereas now yeah. everyone's just better at hiding it. So if if tomorrow the five biggest names in baseball came out and were caught for juicing, would anybody be shot? I don't I don't like to say names if I don't have facts about them juicing. But remember when the uh, Mike Trout report came out and then this quote-unquote weird baseball reporter mm. came out and was like, oh, I mean uh, the Astros report came out and the weird baseball reporter was like, yeah, Mike Trout's on HDH. And then everybody just forgot about it. No one ever talked about it. I, well, I think that was, like, debunked, but I get what you mean. Like, it, there's a lot of – people are doing lot, stuff. I'm telling – that's why I said to Jake Diekman earlier, be careful what you say because you never mm-hmm. know when it's going to come back around to you. So I think it's C tier, but you convinced me to move it to C plus. Okay, yeah, I think C plus is good. It's it's – this is a – I think one of the longer lasting ones because we're still talking about Barry Bonds and this happened 30 years ago. I think we're only talking about Barry Bonds because all the boomers won't just let him into the Hall of Fame where he belongs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the only like he, reason this is still a conversation still, is because people make it a conversation. He's, I think, in my opinion, he's the best player ever. So it's like he, without steroids, probably not as good, but he's still Barry Bonds. Also, great name. So 
great name. Also, I feel like the baseball truthers who people who hate steroids want the conversation about steroids to end, but they're the only ones who are keeping it alive by continuing to deny him into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're doing yeah. exact all you're doing is making it more obvious that steroids don't matter. Baseball purists have now moved on from hating on Barry Bonds to now hating Tatis for bad flipping. It's like, Ex- pick one. Like, pick oh, one. newsflash, Jeremy from Washington, who's 75. So accurate. Babe Ruth is dead. Very true. Very true. And they're like, he was like, the greatest of all time. You can't you can't go see Babe Ruth play a baseball game. And you- also, fun fact, Fernando Tatis can probably hit a ball farther, and it's probably a better baseball player because that's how time works. Mike... Drop. Also, anyone who has voted for Barry Bonds to not be in the Hall of Fame goes to Dairy Queen and ask for plain vanilla ice cream in a cup. Convinced of it. Yeah. Not even the sugar cones. Topping, sin. Be gone. Mm -hmm. Only keto diets. All right, next. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we have the Houston Astros sign-stealing scheme, which I think we should do on this one. We should reflect because this time last year, the sign-stealing stuff really came out and it was it was such a great three months until the red sox got pulled in i was like oh hold your I, horses now i might have to expose you a little bit but finish your little monologue i was a really fun time because baseball was hot in the streets in november january november december january february it was there was stuff every day the reports were coming out there was like videos coming out it was just a really fun time to like look back and question stuff and it was just interesting as someone who'd never i didn't really like the astros i didn't hate them before but i didn't like love them so it was cool to just see baseball just descent into chaos well i remember this was pre-pod days so this is mostly Mm -hmm. just us talking as like friends and stuff this is when you first put me on to like like john boy and like you were like yo dude this guy just tweeted out a video about the astros you got to watch it and then you told me about Strowman. I wasn't very in the loop on this, so I didn't know what was going on. And you kind of caught me up to date. But at the time, you were very adamantly like, they need to all like be banned and burned in hell. Like, you were super against mm-hmm. this. So, how do you feel about it now? Yeah. I think the same. Like, I still think they didn't get punished. So, that's obviously an issue. Like, I think the players should... um be punished if it was their fault but the mlb said loophole if we don't blame anyone we don't have to punish anyone so it i think it resulted in a good way it is it's weird to reflect on it though now because i think we still we still don't know who came in and said guys what if we what if we cheated a little bit what if we use this trash can like who drew it up in their in their notebook i would like i would like to believe that alex cora and carlos beltran were absolutely stoned and they're like, dude, you know what would be mad dope? Mm-hmm. He just smacked on his trash can and then hit home runs. Epic. Like, what if it was like Josh Reddick? That'd be, who that did the would whole make thing. so much sense. <laughs> that would make so much sense. Josh, or just yes. some player who was like not even good, but it's like, I'm not taking the blame, dude. Josh Reddick would hurt, Josh Reddick would hurt my feelings at a cookout because I would just be like, hey, man, could you like uh, cook my burger? a little bit more than raw and he'd be like you're such a baby dog yeah <laughs> you're such a girl like, i eat, i only eat raw meat yeah he would definitely hurt my feelings and then absolutely destroy my soul at cornhole so yeah i would say if but, we're gonna rank it i would say it's a a tier offense this is a it also like there was no baseball twitter back on those other schemes 
definitely not for like Pete Rose's stuff and that stuff. So like, I think this is, it was, it was just such an event. Like people's careers were born from this, which I think is cool. Um, it was just, just fun time. And it has a special place in my heart because this is when I really got into baseball media and was like, Oh, this, this is something we should do. I agree. Uh, also recency bias. It was the most recent. So it seems the worst. True. True. We do that canal thing though, which I think is the reason we're doing this episode that it kind of puts the PDs into perspective because Robinson Geno took drugs to enhance his performance and be better than his opponents. And we're kind of just like, that doesn't matter because the Astros banked on some trash cans to know a pitch is coming. I think it's worse because it's an organizational thing compared to an individual player. Yeah, no, it's definitely worse that I'm just kind of like putting it in perspective. We're also taking a very harsh stance because I haven't seen another baseball podcast, Twitter account really defend Robinson Cano. And we're just full-fledged mm. defense right now. We're not defense, yeah. but we're just like, who cares? So I think Putting that in perspective, I, yeah. I think this is our twenty-year-old stupidness shining through. Oh yeah, big stupid pod today. I don't. Th- I, I'm actually going to give us credit. I don't think we're stupid. I just think that we're like. I don't. I would like. We to just don't know that, anything. I, no, I would like to. <laughs> yes, we are very stupid. I also would just like to believe that we represent the new generation of baseball fans, in the sense that yeah. hey guys, we just want to be entertained. So entertain us. We. We want. We want to be entertained, but we also are too young to understand, like, kind of the backstory of PDs and stuff. So we, I think that's we don't what, fully get that, too. I think that's what gives us the best insight on this. So I'm not yeah. to taste ourselves a little bit, but too many people are, like, reflecting on how it affected the game in the 90s and stuff. And they're also caught up on the, the daunting word of steroid in that sense. Mm-hmm. It was like the whole conversation. If you ask a baseball reporter who's 75, should baseball players be allowed to smoke weed? They'd be like, no, dude, don't. But, like, if you ask someone who's, like, 20 years old, hey, yo, should this baseball player be allowed to smoke weed? They'd be like, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Big question. Yeah, it's just, true. like, time gap. So I would like to believe that we're very woke on this topic. Get woke. True. Also, we're stupid, so don't listen to anything we say. <laughs> <laughs> right. Almost the last one, the second to last one, some may say, the Black Sox scandal throwing the World Series in 1919. So it was 1919, so I could care less about this, but also. <laughs> yeah, this was weird. It's the only time that it happened, though. But, but throwing the World Series, that's S tier. Like, I don't care. That's S tier. Yeah. You're throwing the World yeah. Series? What are you doing? Did they give a reason why? The A group of players approached um, gamblers and said, we'll lose on purpose and we'll make a bunch of money. That's whack. Yeah, weird. It wouldn't happen anymore. I think winning the World Series probably would give them less money than this. So it, what do you, it makes a little more sense. What do you buy in 1990, 1919 with a lot of money? Like a new wagon? New, a new, new Ford? Horse? <laughs> a new Ford? A new vacuum cleaner for your house? What? You just get really Probably, hope, yeah. Hype? Brand new. They were just invented. <laughs> Yo, dude, I just saw this gnarly vacuum cleaner. Let's go the get it. The new Hoover? <laughs> the new Hoover. Brand new Hoover. Actually, were there when were vacuums invented? Oh my, we sound so. I would like to believe earlier than nineteen nineteen, but nineteen nineteen was a hundred years ago. I'm going later. I'm thinking it was like later than that. Oh, nineteen oh one. Okay. Oh, I got it. I got it. I would like to believe that the wheel was around before the vacuum cleaner. Just most likely. 
Most hot, unless like before they were just like dragging it. It was like a hundred mm-hmm. pounds, and they were just dragging it. This pot has devolved. What's the last scandal? Yeah, last one, which is weird. Number one, worst scandal ever. Bleacher Report says MLB owners collude against players in the 1980s. The, okay, if we're gonna do this, let's look at any NBA, MLB, NFL sport right now. There's so much collusion. Yeah, but so why do they collude? With um. Oh, wait, I don't, I don't really know this one, honestly. But I think with like, um, free agency and just not paying players and just being like, oh, don't sign this guy. We're gonna sign him, but we're trying to get less money, so don't bid. Just, just colluding against the players. We don't like which colluding. is not cool. So I have no opinion on this one because I don't care. So I'm gonna say it's B tier. But I would like to ask you a question. Yes. How does colluding start? How does one collude? Would you like such an interesting word? I imagine there's like a Discord chat room where like mm-hmm. you send like invite only. You post it on your Snapchat. Hey, anyone trying to collude? Yeah, just like only the real ones know we're gonna be in a Discord tonight. Yeah. And then like all the MLB owners get in there, and then the one guy who doesn't no, show this... up just get railed the entire time. This is our generation is not gonna have those stupid like old person meetings where it's like come to my house for dinner, and then after dinner you break out like the brandy, and it's like. Now let's get to the real business. It's like, oh, shut up. Anybody under the age of 30 does not collude. That's not a thing we do. Anymore. We don't collude. Yeah, we we just we just vibe. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think anyone if if a 20-year-old kid walked up to us like, "Hey, you want to collude against this guy?" He'd be like, "What? What are you talking about, dog?" That's such an old person thing to collude. Yeah, we we don't we don't ain't nobody got time to collude anymore. What's on your PJs? Too busy. Oh, these are Christmas themed PJs. Ignore me. Okay. I got reds. I'm rocking Red Sox ones. That's kind of epic. PJ Pod. It's late, mm-hmm. guys. Get into it. Not a visual pod. It is. Yeah. But want to collude on something now? If we're going to be in the fear, spirit of colluding, uh, yes. I would like to collude on our new Instagram post. And where would you find that, Jack? At turning to pod on Instagram.com slash Instagram. Slash Instagram. Instagram plug. Also on Twitter, at the turning to pod on TikTok. That's turn to pod. That's kind of where we're going off, guys, because people love us. It is, yeah. Watch out. My TikTok mom is our home. My mom always said I had a face for radio. So make sure you, make sure you guys check out on TikTok at turn to pod. Leave a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you enjoyed this. Comment what you're wearing. I don't care. And we'll see you next time with a brand new episode. Take it easy, guys. <laughs>